up, future PTAs? I just have a quick announcement to make before we get started with today's episode. On Sunday, July 17th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we will be hosting a free masterclass webinar to help give students the blueprints they'll need to take all of the stress and anxiety out of board studying and provide students with the structure they'll need to absolutely crush the NPTE. Sign up for free in the link down below in the show notes. Now on to the show. Everybody, today we're going to go over polyneuropathy. So we kind of understand this as just general, we've lost sensation either in our hands or in our feet. So I'm just going to kind of break it down and tell you what the boards really want you to know about this um, because it is one of those interesting little neural things that'll sneak up on you if you don't really got a good grasp on everything. So let's get into it. So anatomy, I want to talk about this really quickly because it's not just the nerves stop working, the blood stops getting to the nerves. Because remember, the nerves, just like any other cell, need oxygen from the bloodstream in order to function. So essentially, this is affecting the peripheral nervous system. So it's everything except all of our brain and spinal cord and everything. So we got to understand that this is mainly affecting the hands and feet and the distal extremities because that's the farthest the blood has to go. And if it's the kind of thing where it's getting to the point where it's like, well, we're kind of over going all this far. Let's just, you know, we don't need our toes. It's fine. We'll just stop at the ankle kind of thing. That's kind of what's going on with this one. So understanding that this is a decreased blood supply or an oxygen to the nerves themselves. And if there's not enough blood getting to it, the nerve's not working appropriately and it's not going to conduct as well. So that is why we'll start seeing problems with numbness, tingling, and loss of like, you know, motor function sensation because the nerves are just like, it's like a roadblock because they're not getting the necessary oxygen they need. So let's kind of talk about how this ends up happening. So this is usually happening due to like athero or arterial sclerosis. And so remember that's where we have decreased blood flow because we got plaque buildup and everything. So that's why we see this mainly associated with uh, type two diabetes mellitus. So we can see this with type one because diabetes just affects everything kind of thing. Um, so you will see some peripheral neuropathies with people who have type one diabetes. Remember that's also referred to sometimes not, in the, not on the boards, but people will refer to that as juvenile diabetes, the sudden onset that happens when your pancreas just says, I'm not gonna work anymore and then you don't produce insulin. Type two, on the other hand, is more, we see it kind of happen slowly, gradually over time. And we can see that, that one of the causes of that is hypertension due to increased plaque buildup due to diet of high fat. So that's kind of what we're seeing. The person is having type two diabetes. They are having a poor diet. We're seeing that the atherosclerosis, that like fatty plaque buildup is building up in the arteries. That's starting to kind of cut off blood flow, hypertension and stuff like that. And then we're seeing that not as much blood is getting to where it needs to go. So we'll use the ankle brachial index to kind of determine, is this bad? Is this a problem? How bad is the extent of injury? And we'll see that anything below one means that we're having some sort of atherosclerosis, arteriosclerosis, plaque buildup that's decreasing blood flow to the area. So that's our quick spark notes version of why it ends up being decreased blood flow to the area and why it's mostly associated with type two diabetes. So this can also happen with chemotherapy because essentially, and if you want to like look into what happens with chemotherapy or if you're familiar with anybody going through cancer treatments right now, essentially what happens is with chemotherapy, they're giving you a concoction of drugs that are literally bringing you to the brink of death. And then they give you a different concoction that brings you back to life essentially. So one of the things that might get kind of, you know, 
they might say, oh, we don't need, we don't need to feel our fingers and everything. We'll just kind of, you know, eat those first and everything. That's why we'll see peripheral neuropathy happening with chemotherapy. Alcohol and drug abuse, while they cause a plethora of other problems, can also affect our nerve conduction velocity and stuff of that nature, uh, attack the myelin sheaths and stuff like that, just decrease the nerve's ability to be a nerve and work and kind of conduct electricity. Um, we'll also see that um, this could happen due to some sort of, you know, crush injury or just build up a pressure or something. So we'll see peripheral neuropathy is happening with stuff um, associated with maybe like carpal tunnel syndrome or something where the nerves getting compressed. It will present like peripheral neuropathy, true peripheral neuropathy we see with decreased blood flow. However, um, we'll see the same kind of, you know, wasting things like we'll see wasting of the thenar eminence. Remember the thenar eminence is the thumb side of our like, like meaty part of the thumb pad that we would see if we had carpal tunnel syndrome, if we had um, like tunnel of Guillain compression stuff like that, our cubital tunnel on the ulnar side that would affect our hypothenar eminence. So we're seeing all that stuff start to happen and um, we can see that peripheral neuropathy kind of patterning happening with that as well. So what does it look like? As I said before, the big things we'll see when it comes to nerves and like patients complain about this, we automatically want to be thinking nerve is if there's any numbness or tingling. So like, that's like the biggest, like, ah, nerve. And we kind of know that we do our median nerve light. So we hold our hand here. We extend out, like we're having the pizza. And I always say like for my median nerve lights, I say thumb up here, hand up here, like you're holding a pizza. And then you kind of extend out as if you're pushing the pizza out the door kind of thing. And then so if you'll feel like that numbness tingling kind of thing trying to happen, that's because it's nerves sort of things. Um, so we'll see this is mostly presenting in the distal parts of the toes and the fingers. It'll kind of present as far away as possible, as distal as possible. And then it'll slowly, if it gets worse and progressively like not doing too well, could progress all the way up to the wrist or the ankle. So the more it presents, the more we get like, oh no, this isn't good. So pain could also present in a stocking glove pattern around the extremities. So this is if you've taken a glove. So like, let's think of like those gloves that your mom used when you were a kid to like wash the dishes. Maybe you use them now. Um, so those big gloves that go all the way, like halfway up your forearm, that's like a glove kind of thing. Think of like a stockings kind of like leg stockings, a compression socks that go up to like mid calf. That's kind of the presenting pattern we would see with pain because remember nerves kind of not firing rightly rightly wow that's a word correctly so we're seeing that they're starting to have pain as well with that um, because of that nerve pain which is really bad nerve pain is the worst pain um, so you'll see loss of proprioception in the extremities and loss of vibration so you might like be um, they will not be aware of where their foot is and trip over something they might not be aware of like something's vibrating on them like their phone or something i had a patient holding a phone in their hand with peripheral neuropathy and she didn't even realize it was vibrating like she was like oh my phone's vibrating i couldn't even feel it girl girl so that's the kind of thing that's kind of weird about that um we'll see as i said before if it's affecting the motor neurons so remember all that numbness tingling is kind of more sensory if it's affecting the motor neurons we're going to see possible atrophy um, of the muscles if the motor neurons are affected. And that's because, like I said before, we'll see that muscle wasting. They might say wasting of, insert muscle here, wasting of the posterior neurosei, something like that. We'll see that with this patient as well. If it's the motor neurons, because those essentially saying the, muscle's not, the muscle is not being activated. So therefore, if muscles aren't activated, they atrophy like a spinal cord injury. The nerve's not, the nerve sensation is not getting to the muscles. It's not gonna work. It's gonna atrophy kind of thing. Um, so I have pictures on the next slide of all of these things. So you'll see wasting either the thenar, remember thenar is thumb side, um, and then hypothenar is the other side. Uh, and so that would be in the hand. 
And then we would also see if it's affecting the sacral nerve roots, because remember the sacral nerve roots are responsible for innervating the bowel and bladder kind of functions. Um, we could see that that would be affected with the bowel and bladder and that could result in incontinence. So understand that polyneuropathy has a lot of things that are happening and this could be as a result of either like brain cancer or something along those lines or um, any sort of chemotherapy. We'll see a lot of incontinence with uh, excessive chemotherapy and radiation treatments with these patients due to the presentation of polyneuropathy. So I've got pictures here. So this is one on the left. If you're listening to this on the podcast, check out this video on YouTube so you can see. But here's how the stocking glove kind of thing presents. See how it's like you put on some long socks or some long gloves. That's kind of what it's looking like. And then this picture here has wasting of the thenar eminence. So remember normal one. So my hand right here, I got a lot of meat on that thumb. You can squish it down, everything. Um, this person has like literally none in here. So you can see that they actually have a scar here from having carpal tunnel surgery. Um, and so we can see how that would present with wasting of that muscle due to atrophy and lack of innervation to the motor neurons. So how are we treating it? The biggest thing that we want to make sure when somebody's diagnosed with any sort of peripheral neuropathy is that we're checking the feet for neuropathic ulcers and skin breakdown daily, because this is how someone gets an infection. If they get an infection, they can become septic and die. Like this is how we make sure we don't kill somebody. We are making sure we check the feet for neuropathic ulcers and skin breakdown every single day, not every other day, every day making them check, you know, um, if you want to, I have a video on uh, neuropathic ulcers, also a podcast, go listen to that one, go watch that video. And I'll tell you like all the things you need to look for when it comes to making sure we're not having somebody have a neuropathic ulcer, like seamless socks and whatnot, but that's a whole other video. Check that out. But that's the things that we want to focus on with that. You can also check sensation with monofilament. I'd ask my OT friend of what this was, um, but it's called the SEMS. So S-E-M-M-E-S Weinstein monofilament test. So this is where they poke their feet or their hands with different monofilament lengths of like X amount of like a quarter of a millimeter or something crazy like that. And they see how much sensation you have. And after a certain point, um, if you can't feel it, then we're like, oh, okay, we're seeing a lot of loss of sensation. Um, we can also do what's called an electromyography. So this is called an EMG. So electro being electricity, myo being muscle, and then graphy being test. And this can be done to test uh, like nerve conduction and stuff like that and uh, see how, um, I said test sensation, it's more for nerve and muscle kind of nerve conduction and everything to see if like on the thing, like it's like, oh yeah, the nerves are definitely not working or if there's anything blocking. So like they would do an EMG on someone to see what's the extent of their carpal tunnel, where's the blockage? Because remember carpal tunnel, you could end up having a blockage up in the neck. You could have a blockage here at the pronator teres for the pronator teres syndrome. And then also it could be in the actual carpal tunnel itself. So you could present with the same symptoms, but the problem could be further upstream. So they'll use an EMG or electromyography to determine where is the blockage of nerve conduction. So neuromuscular electrical stimulation can also be used. So NMES to decrease atrophy. So like we'll use that to kind of facilitate the like contract with the muscle. Let's say we're seeing wasting of the um, uh, like, like dorsal interossei in the foot. We can do like uh, EMG electrical stimulation to kind of facilitate muscles activity and whatnot to make sure we're not getting um, you know, completely disuse atrophy from the muscle, proprioceptive and sensory re-education training. So it's going to be if the feet were doing like balance, proprioception, stepping over things, eyes open, eyes closed kind of things on foam. So we can get a feeling for things. So they're not tripping because we don't want our patients to fall. That's also a big safety risk. And then like for the hands and stuff, they're usually hanging out with our OT friends. They got lots of fun toys. We can like dip our hands into different sensory bins and whatnot and feel the rocks. We can feel the soft little fuzzy things and stuff like that to help with sensory retraining after we figured out 
what's the cause of it to help get sensation back. So then patients can do things. So the thing is, if it's in the hands, like they might be holding a pencil or a pen and they're just, they're just going to drop it because they don't realize it. Like they can't feel it kind of thing in their hands. So that's the problems. Can't feel their feet. They could trip, can't hold things in their hands. They could like not hold their assisted device and fall over sort of thing. So keywords to understand with peripheral neuropathy, identifying it and seeing what's going on. Numbness, tingling. Those are the big words that say nerve, nerve, nerve. Um, that stocking glove kind of pain refer like patterning sort of thing we're seeing. That's another one. Then we can also see muscle atrophy or wasting anything where muscles are, we're seeing disuse atrophy, uh, like wasting in the thenar eminence. That's the things we want to see. Diabetes mellitus, this should be like big. We see diabetes mellitus. We're like, okay, especially type two. We're like, okay, we're checking for neuropathic ulcers. We're checking the feet. We're checking sensation, all that stuff. Like boom, 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 boom. Pedal pulses, sensory in the feet, all that stuff. Ooh, we should be, that's our number one thing. And then remember, this is all happening because the person has atherosclerosis or arteriosclerosis causing a decreased blood flow to the nerves and therefore to decrease oxygen. So our sample question today, guys, I don't think you'll like how I worded it, but I think it's important to understand. Our physical therapist assistant is treating a patient diagnosed with an ankle brachial index of 0.7. The patient states that they have begun to feel numbness and tingling into their toe and reports that sometimes they trip because they cannot feel their foot. What diagnostic test would be appropriate for this patient to determine nerve function? One, electromyography, two, electroencephalography, two, electrocardiogram, or four, Doppler ultrasound. So I'll give you guys a second to think about this. guys so the answer is electromyography so remember that's an emg that's used to connect to determine how much is the nerve actually firing how much is the nerve information getting to where it needs to go is there any blockage is there a decrease in con nerve conduction due to xyz that is what we'll choose for this one uh, electroencephalography is going to be used as an ec e e no ecg ecg no ecc it's one of those i think it's I forget what the, the acronym for it, but that is used to determine brain activity. So that will be used to determine how much like nerve function and how many like neurons are firing and the electrical activity in the brain. And that would be used to determine if an individual um, has some sort of uh, TBI or something like that is in a coma, testing brain activity to ensure that they're not brain dead. That's kind of what's going on with that one. Electrocardiogram, that's an EKG, used to determine uh, nerve conduction and all that stuff with the heart. So that's like, you know, the P wave, the PRS complex, that's all in the EKG. And then Doppler ultrasound will be used to determine if there's a blood clot, in the leg, because that tests blood flow. So that would be the trick one because we're wanting to test nerve function. Nerve function means we're going electromyography. Remember, break down the word. It'll make it easier to understand and it'll make it easier to, so then you don't like just see electro and then click that one because we don't want to do, we want to read the whole word, break it down to its roots then we're good. And then Doppler ultrasound would be used for somebody who has a possible like DVT or something like that. So thank you all for watching this video and I will see everybody next week. And please reach out to me if you have any questions whatsoever. Thank you for listening to this episode of the PTA Elevation Podcast. We look forward to continually serving you as you embark on your journey towards becoming a licensed physical therapist assistant. We thank you for your continued support and we'll see you in the next episode.